You're listening to the Oz TV podcast, only on the Oz Network. Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to the Oz Network as we bring you another exit interview from the 2017 season of Australian Survivor. Today, we are talking to the third eliminated contestant, Kate Temby, who went out in another very interesting Summertow Tribal Council overnight very tense very uh entertaining and a lot to talk about with kate um obviously uh what happened at the tribal council who actually flipped well, there was a lot of talk about flipping but uh, a surprise person flipped at the end which uh, sent her home rather than sending it to a tie and uh, also talking a little bit more about the cyclonic conditions that were out there we we learned a little bit about that of course with uh, adam yesterday and a fantastic listener question from a familiar name, which uh, I think Kate quite enjoyed. So uh, this is our exit interview with third eliminated contestant from Australian Survivor, Kate Temby. Pleasure to welcome our next guest here to the Oz Network, the third eliminated contestant from Australian Survivor 2017, Kate Temby. Kate, thank you very much for joining us on the show this morning. Thanks, Ben, for having me. Now, obviously, uh, another very interesting tribal council we saw last night. Uh, very tense, very uh, entertaining for us watching at home. But uh, sadly for you, not the most entertaining one, given that uh, you've sadly left the game. I mean, what happened? That was that was obviously a very tense fight between Tess and Tara, and, and somehow you ended up going home. So that makes sense, right, doesn't it? <laughs> Oh, you know, the way things play out in Survivor, uh, you're in it and you think you know what's going on and then it plays out differently for the viewer and even differently for the um, contestants. So it was a bit of a wild ride. Um, I did think that my number was, you know, being in the mix, um, but I think Tessa had really convinced me in the afternoon, well, I had a bit more physical strength and that she would be gone, so she just let it rip. Yeah, she, <laughs> she definitely did. Yeah, it's, it's crazy to kind of just see the efforts that she was going to in that tribal council, and, I mean, she was really holding her own there. And, I mean, it's, it's kind of very interesting to see just how confident she was that she was going. Uh, it seemed kind of obviously, you, as you I mean, you just mentioned, you knew obviously your name was being thrown around there too. But, I mean, you, you surely must have gone into some of that, though, thinking that it was it was going to be Tess. I mean, did, were you kind of on the fence thinking that it was going to be either way or did you still feel that yeah, Tess was, I was on the fence. You're on the fence, right. No, I was on the fence because I just know that, uh, through my experience, people say they're going to do one thing, but they, you know, it was still split, and my sense was they were splitting the vote. Right. So, because you just, we had been looking, what hadn't been showed is we were, had been looking for an idol all that afternoon, and people hedged their bets. So, what was the surprise to me, obviously, was Tarzan, that he was in my alliance, um, and I had a very close relationship with him. And so he had made a decision in the afternoon that he wanted to be remembered and wanted to make his mark on the game and flip it out of, obviously, what Lockie had prescribed that it was going to be Tess and wanted to flip it into me. So that was the game changer. Wow, wow. And it's kind of interesting, obviously, with all that talk of flipping that went going on in uh, Tribal Council that uh, <laughs> Tarzan ultimately ended up doing that. Because, I mean, ultimately, if he if he votes for, for Tara, then it's going to be a tie between you, you and Tess at that point. So, I mean, were you at least expecting it to be a, a re-vote? Yes, I thought it was going to be a revote at that point. And then it would I had thought because she'd been so emotional at tribal that it might go my way because people would be like, well, wait a minute, you've just let rip. Um, so that was also my strategy. And I didn't feel as aggrieved as Tessa did. Um, my, my theory on flipping is people make moves, people flip. That's survivor. Yeah. So 
I, I wouldn't carry a grudge on that. Um, so I had thought, yep, I think this is going to go to a tie and that then it will be taken on that moment of how people feel and I might do okay. Well, it's an interesting debate that obviously went with it, though, because, uh, you know, obviously both Tara and Tess are giving their, their sides of it. But, I mean, kind of just going on what you were saying, do, do you believe that Tara did flip or do you believe that she yeah. ultimately didn't? Oh, she, it's semantics and she made a move. So she had had been in an, a, a loose alliance with us and she decided to move away from that. So, yeah, I, it's a flip. She flipped. It's absolutely, but it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't really, it, it, she made a move. Yeah. Um, and I don't have a big, I, so I think it was semantics to what do you call it? Because she had been in alliance and now she wasn't, but I didn't. I wasn't aggrieved by that. In fact, I stood there at the conversation that we had with Adam, and I can understand why she was aggrieved. Mm. And she said, "Right, that conversation ends. The relationship I've got, I'm going to make my bed somewhere else." So good on her. She actually made a game, made a play, and she built stronger relationships outside of that of Adam, who was then voted off. So it played her. You know, her move served her well, right? Yeah. So I, I didn't have the same um, aggrieved. I wasn't as aggrieved as what Tara, uh, what Tess was with Tara. And, and as you said, I mean, moves like that are part of the game. Everybody, of course, who has watched Survivor knows that 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 how it rolls. And I guess people can perceive that in in different ways. But I mean, at any point in the game, you have to make moves. I mean, we saw that with Tarzan, the way he's obviously voted. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, at the end of the day, that's what you guys signed up for, isn't it? Yep, yep. And you know, the other one is Ziggy. So Ziggy made a move, but because she wasn't as vocal, she was in the alliance working with us. Mm -hmm. If you listen to what Adam says and where we were at then, we had Tess, Tara, Ziggy, Tarzan and myself and Adam. Ziggy made a move, but no one seemed to talk about that. It's interesting with that, isn't it? And I think good on Ziggy. Yeah, I mean, the the thing which I guess has been a bit sad, we haven't really seen a whole lot of Ziggy, at least in the first three episodes. And I I was really looking forward to obviously seeing how how she would go in, in the game. So it's kind of interesting to hear that, to see that that part part wasn't shown and i mean do you do you feel that ziggy on that note is kind of playing sort of a bit of more of a quiet role compared to someone like Mm -hmm. tara and that that's maybe why it's sort of not being made a bigger deal as someone like tara who seems a bit more out there than ziggy yep exactly and i think really i I, people the game plays really well for television if you're very vocal Mm -hmm. Uh, it looks good on screen. It, you know, it gets you involved. But in fact, the strategy that is long-lasting often is the one that just smoothly moves around and you don't really know they're there. <laughs> yeah. Well, we saw that with Chrissy so, last year, obviously, for, you know, yeah. clear as day with that. So, yeah. Yeah. So, I, you know, I think, I think it's just an interesting parallel when there's all this noise about Tara, what did she do, didn't do. But Ziggy was exactly the same and there's no noise. Mm. So, and I actually, hats off to both of them, my point is, yeah. because they made a move. It's all about that. Um, so, you know, and Tarzan's made his move. You know, now he decided he wouldn't talk to me about it and he just blindsided me. And it did leave a print on the game. However, for the viewer, you didn't see the backstory of how close Tarzan and I were. Mm. And that's why we get you on so the show the next day to, to find out. And that's why yeah. we, we learn about it. That's what yeah. we like about these. I mean, the, the interesting thing, with uh, Summer Tower as well, uh, you know, uh, I think as Adam kind of described it a little bit to us yesterday, is uh, Cyclone AK. Uh, I mean, he's just kind of gone from, you know, Mr. Everywhere, paranoid, making sure everything's going on, and somehow he's kind of in this nice little comfortable alliance right now. Oh. I, mean, I mean, how does that happen? He, <laughs> he went from zero to hero, and I, you, 
he went from everyone ready to vote him off. Mm. And it's why I said to Adam, do not look for the idol. Just let Cyclone AK <laughs> play out and his story will be told, right? But unfortunately, sleep deprivation, panic gets people nervous. Uh, but if that had have played out, but good on AK. You know, he scrambled and he made some relationships and built some trust. Uh, and that's all the other interesting thing is I pitched to him about you can come along for a stronger alliance, but he didn't need that right then and there. He might though, and I, I think the other thing to observe about Survivor is you see seeds are planted at different times and they actually play out in different ways. So it may not play out in this episode, but you might see that play out differently as to what AK decides to do over the next couple of episodes and does he decide to, you know, tie himself to Lockie or does he do something else? Yeah, and I mean, uh, I'm also looking forward to some great uh, voting confessional one-liners. He's had a couple of zingers uh, coming oh, into this so far, Kate, from uh, the Velcro wallet mine. to your fast food uh, reference. What was going on there? <laughs> oh, I love the fast food reference. It's a classic. Oh, it was so, because that was a running joke. I They consume a lot of fast food, those guys out there. And I'm like, what? And I just loved it. I thought that was the funniest in, um, line of the night, Actually. Yeah. So he has he is making his mark on the game, AK, okay, and he, that's what he wanted to do. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I mean, it's kind of we did our, our recap episode last night, and we sort of had a, a weird kind of comparison with AK and Luke in that we feel that they're both kind of they're very aware of going out there for like playing the game, but also kind of you know they're they're great people to watch on TV but I think kind Mm -hmm. of like the difference is while AK sort of has his way of doing it that maybe might be more of a long-term game Luke on the other hand kind of seems that he's definitely getting the viewers attention I mean how do you think you would have dealt with having Luke instead of AK because that guy is a strange guy (laughs) Uh, I'm sort of pleased I was on Summertown even though (laughs) even though I was voted out I can't believe I'm saying this But in one way, um, there is a real background knowledge of the game that AK has. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if Luke does have that strategy of understanding of the game. I think he just likes to be wicked and stir the pot. And it's like, okay, which way is it going, you know? Uh, but it's great viewing. Oh, for sure. It's great viewing. Yeah. It's just very interesting to see how he's handling that. Now, one thing uh, I know Adam mentioned a little bit to us yesterday as well, I um, mean, the weather conditions out there. Uh, and yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, Samoa kind of, you know, is, is open to the elements. But I, I believe when you guys are out there, you had some pretty bad uh, cyclonic conditions out there. I mean, just how did that affect, I think, kind of not just necessarily uh, how you're playing the game, but I guess the bonding. Because when, when there's weather like that and you guys are obviously really having to stay close to stay warm stay dry and all that sort of stuff does that help you guys bond a lot more and then a lot more than we're seeing on on the screen because i i believe the conditions were quite worse at that point of the game yeah you're so right ben and i think we were all devastated that it wasn't for ed because um having a 12 hour evening where you no one lays down um, and the only person that laid down for a slight bit of rest was Tarzan, and then he had hypothermia, AK had hypothermia, Petey had something in his eye. I don't think I've ever lived through something like that. Wow. And I tell you, there was no strategy being spoken about. There was no strategy being spoken about. It was survival, and you realised how exposed you are and how real this game is, and that was... I've never experienced anything like it. You see when the... If you watch back the mud challenge... You look at our faces 
and you see that these people, you know, I've got the blackest bags under my eyes. I'm just, someone said to me, Kate, that's the first time you're not smiling because <laughs> I smile quite a lot. And it was a full on night uh, because it's just shocking to see how exposed you are. Uh, I then also think the other nights it was so cold. Um, so you were physically sleeping, you know, tucked up against someone every night. So that I didn't expect that. You know, I thought you'd be in close contact, but I didn't think you'd be spooning with someone you only met two hours ago. Mm, it's it's always, yeah, that interesting sort of element. I mean, people obviously, and I'm sure yourself too, Kate, you know it's going to be tough, but until you're there, when you realise how tough it actually will be. Yeah, I didn't real. I didn't think it would be that extreme of the wet, and and then also nothing um, dries out, so you are getting wet, and then all your clothes are wet, and then also all of your injuries, whether it's bites, scratches, whatever it is, blisters, nothing heals. So it really wears on your physical state as well as your mental state, um, and then you've had this sort of experience, but. You've got to flip it. You've got to get up, win a challenge, and if you don't win the challenge, work out who you don't want on the island. Mm. <laughs> so you don't have too long, and I think this is the amazing, the analogy, I think, with Survivor and life. The sun will always come up the next day, and it's all how you respond to that. And hats off to our tribe. You know, we did come out of those nights, and we won challenges, and we got together, and we moved forward. Uh, so it's how you actually bounce back, but it was intense. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And the great thing, too, so far about this season three episodes in I mean it's it's so close between the two tribes I mean even the fact that you know Samatau have lost the last two immunities I mean they've both been so close so I mean I think that's kind of from a viewer's perspective we're thoroughly enjoying that and it's not like one tribe is getting blown away by the other which of course each challenge we're seeing really we don't know who's going to win it well the irony is the person the team that actually comes strongest out of the first half of the challenge is losing Mm. If you look at every ch- every challenge, it's quite amazing that the strength is then overcome in the last piece of the challenge. So you can see why I was pretty stoked when I got that ring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, let's win this thing. And those challenges, Ben, that was the other thing. I didn't expect them to be so big. Yeah, oh, they've been such a great start. And that's, oh. they're just really up the ante. And that's there's been real props to Channel 10 and kind of how they've handled it. Because, I mean, I have not seen one complaint about the challenges. And that's like, one thing as a fan of this show, you know, all versions. Yeah. is that I feel that, particularly in the US version, the challenges have really been lacking of late. And I think the Australian version this year has really shown, you know, its big brother what can be done with challenges. And I, and I hope the US version does take note because these challenges have been epic. Oh, and the, the ball, the other bit, the props are heavy. So it's not that they're just big. Mm-hmm. They actually, that ball, as you could see, it wasn't, oh, well, this is a big light balloon you know they're heavy those big blocks you had to move those you know and it requires the brute strength and i mean hats off to Lockie. he just is absolutely awesome in that strength department um so it really allows people to shine you know through on that on the strengths of challenges so i'm pretty excited to see what what challenges are coming for sure and asaga obviously just wants to keep hoping that henry wants to throw challenges because that way they'll keep winning no doubt huh? <laughs> no, How it, was, about that? it was crazy oh, crazy this is is it is it good as uh throwing challenges as easy yoga instructor i think that's kind of how it um it generally works out now kate just before we let you go we do have a listener question now i'm not sure how much 
of a fan you are of the US version. So this this will either work very well or you might not have a clue what our listener is talking about. Uh, a very good friend, Linda Olsen, uh, she asked a question. What do you think about uh, Denise Stapley being your survivor doppelganger? Now, I don't know if you know who that is or not, but uh, you might be Googling that. I know who that. Denise do? is. <laughs> no, 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 no. She was in uh, Philippines. China. Philippines. Philippines. Yeah. Philippines. Yeah, I know Denise. Um, but what's a doppelganger? It's basically your twin. Uh, you, you are a spitting oh. image of Denise Stapley. I uh, just... Every time you came on screen, I'm like, it's Denise. She's she's on Australian Survivor. <laughs> so oh. I agree with Linda here. <laughs> well, do we, did you, what did you think of Denise? I love Denise. She won, so she's amazing. Oh, well, she's, she's a great player. I'm all so, over it then. Yeah. Tell, you know, I'm all over it. You know, and I think that's what's so great is that Survivor is about individuals, yep. but you do get characters and you think, okay, I've seen that character before. Yep. And you think they're going to do something and they rise to it or maybe they don't, yep. you know? Yeah. Um, so, no, I can only be complimented if you think, um, you know, she's a good player. She's an amazing um, player. I'm just yep. thrilled that, you know, Australia got to see me play some of the game um, because I was really in it to really shine and show my physical and, you know, mental strength. Um, even though I wasn't there long enough, it's great. If I can be uh, likened to someone else, thanks very much. Well, there you go, Kate. It's been a pleasure and we uh, had a lot of fun seeing you on the show. Commiserations thanks, again for not probably lasting as long as you wanted to. But thanks yeah. for joining us on the show and uh, best of luck with everything moving forward. Thanks, Ben. Enjoy the series. And once again, a big thanks to Kate for her time on the show and a big thanks to Channel 10 for making these exit interviews happen. Uh, it's been an epic, epic week of Australian Survivor. The first week is in the books and what an incredible week it has been. I'm not just simply saying this to suck up to anybody out there. I am I am legitimately meaning it and you could have uh, definitely hear all my thoughts and Linda's and, and uh, Julian's thoughts on our week one recap as well because we're all very complimentary of what's been a very enjoyable week of Australian Survivor, which is really setting this bar high for the remainder of the season. We'll, of course, be back next week with another week recap, a week two recap. I'm not sure exactly who our guests will be as of this stage. We are still ironing out some details, but if you stay tuned to our socials, you will find that out. Obviously, exit interviews next week will continue. There are only two episodes next week, uh, Channel 10 have announced, so uh, there will only be two uh, exit interviews next week, but uh, again, stay tuned for that. And in the meantime, if you have any questions or comments about Australian Survivor that you wish to send in to us, you can, of course, always email us, theoznetwork at hotmail.com on Facebook, search for the Oz Network or on Twitter, you can tweet us as well we're very active on both of those services the best way to get these episodes as you would be fully aware of is if you use iTunes, just search for the Oz Network click on the subscribe button and you will get all those episodes direct to your computer or your portable device and of course while you're there, please leave us some uh, feedback, some ratings, we always appreciate any of that along the way too, not an Apple user that's completely fine, we do have Stitcher available for our Android users out there, again subscribe rate and that way you can get everything directly to your device and if you don't like downloading and you're with the kids these days and you want to stream then find us on Spotify and you can uh, subscribe us and stream us while you're not listening to uh, some uh, the music on there I, I don't actually use Spotify I'll be honest I don't really know what you do on it but uh, I hear you press a button and you stream so there you go but uh, big thanks once again to Kate Channel 10 and to everybody listening to our exit interview we'll be back next week with more Australian Survivor coverage in the meantime stay tuned to the Oz Network we've got plenty of great episodes coming your way for the remainder of the week all related to TV and movie you've got it all in one shop here on the Oz Network thank you for your company and we'll speak to you next time thank you for listening to the Oz Network don't forget to subscribe to get new episodes delivered to your speakers every week for more information, hit us up at theoznetwork.net.